Hey everyone, as usual, I would like to thank you for joining me as we walk through the strange paradiso. I wanted to um, come on earlier today, but for some reason the episode came out um, really crummy, so I deleted that before I even published it though, so I wouldn't be doing that right in the middle of somebody listening to it. So it's a little bit later than I normally come on, but anyways, it's a good thing that I waited to come back because I heard the strangest story just a little while ago. This story I cannot take credit for. No one told me this story. This was not a submitted story. The person who experienced this did not tell this story to me. So I cannot take any credit for this. Apparently, this took place many years ago. I want to say it took place maybe in the early 1960s. But anyways, the story goes that at this time, I'm just going to say 1960, okay? This boy was very young, maybe about five or six years old, and he was in his room. He was going to sleep. He says that he opened his eyes because he felt like a presence in his room and in the corner of, uh, in one of the corners of the ceiling, he said he saw this woman. And even at that young age, he said that she was very attractive. She was really pretty. And then he went on to describe what this woman was wearing. Then she communicated with him telepathically, telling him to come toward her, like, come here. So he got up and he started going towards her. When he got so far from her, she told him to stop. So she said, stop. And so he stopped and he said he was still looking at her. And then she just vanished, okay? But when she vanished, he immediately felt a pain in his left eye. And he just, okay, he felt that pain there. And then he went back to bed and went to sleep. So the next day, there's, there's nothing wrong. Um, everything's okay. So he goes on with his life. So many years later now, I mean, 1960, that's a long time ago. So now, I, I'm not exactly sure when he told this story, but at the time he told this, he was like in his 50s, okay? So it was probably like in uh, early, maybe 2000 or something like that. But anyways, he said that, you know, he went to and go and get an eye exam one day. He uh, was going to be fitted for glasses or whatever, and they saw this thing in his eye. It was actually in his pupil. It was a little speck. It was something that they had never seen before. So they were trying to figure out, well, what is this? We've never seen it before. And he's just like, well, I don't know. But he did have an idea of what caused that to be there. Although he didn't know exactly what it was. Nobody knew what it was for sure. So uh, he says he went on to have LASIK surgery and all this stuff. And he went to the ophthalmologist. Now, 
And um, upon the examination by the ophthalmologist, he told this man that whatever it was in his pupil, it was in the shape of a triangle. Very, very odd. And they didn't know what it was, how it got there, or anything at all. But there's nothing that can be done about it. It's in there, in the pupil. So this man who was telling the story says, when this being, this female being, he thinks obviously to him was from a different dimension. And when she disappeared and went back into her dimension, she went through his left eye. And that's why that little triangle shape is in there. Now, I've never heard of that before. I have never heard of uh, someone being able to go in or out of dimensions through another person. So this is a very strange story. Um, And the thing about this is he really does have a mark in his eye that just no one has ever seen before. Now, I don't know if it's like a cutout. I don't know if it's like a little tiny implant, but whatever it is, it's in the shape of a triangle. Very, man, this thing, I heard this and I just had to come on and share this with you guys. It's like, wait a minute, what could that be? Even though no one knows, and I'm not even sure if this man has shared his experience, say, for example, with the the optometrist or ophthalmologist or anyone. Because maybe if he did, they would think that he was just, you know, a wackadoodle. So maybe he hasn't told any of them, but he came forward so many years ago to talk about this. It is like, I mean, that really caught my attention. We're always looking for something that is very, very strange and different. Something that is out of the, I mean, even the strange things that we hear. I like to hear that one that is just like a real head turner. Well, this is it for me. Even though it may not be creepy, it is very strange and um, caught my attention, guys. Okay? So the next thing that I've got is um, there is a, this person that I I know and he lives in an area where his backyard is actually past his fence is a canyon. So there are no houses behind him and uh, there are no houses up above. So it's not like the canyon ends and then there are houses up above. There are no houses. I guess it's kind of just like um, raw land back there. There are no streets up there on the other side of the canyon until you get so far away. So um, he was taking his little dog outside one night and he noticed that there were some strange lights that were coming from the canyon. He figured that uh, at first he thought, well, it's probably just eye shine because there are certain types of animals known to live in that canyon. That's why he took his little dog out there because his dog has been attacked by some of those animals who live in the canyon. 
I'm not exactly sure what they are, if they're like um, bobcats or if they're just wild big dogs. I, I'm not sure. But anyhow, he says, I saw these lights and they were too big and kind of like fuzzy looking to be eye shine. But that was his first thought. Maybe it's eye shine. So he started walking towards that fence in his backyard that separates his yard from the canyon. And he doesn't have a solid fence. He has this wrought iron black fence where it just has like bars, okay? So he can see the, the canyon. He has a very clear, unobstructed view. And he said he, he got closer and the lights were still there. He said, but they weren't lights. They looked like remains, like bones and things like that, that were floating across the canyon. He said, you can think anything you want of me. I know it sounds crazy and I wasn't drinking. He said, um, but that's what it looked like. And I said, well, did you get close enough that you could really take a good look? And he said, I was close enough. I couldn't get any closer unless I would have hopped my fence. And I wasn't about to do that. He still had his little dog with him and uh, he didn't want to stay out there very much longer. He said, I don't know what to think, but they were floating. They weren't floating fast. They were going pretty slow. And he moved his hand to show me. So they're going like, beep, 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 you know, just kind of like floating around calmly. He said, but they looked to me like they were some kind of lit up skeletal remains just floating across. So um, the strange part about it is that his closest neighbor is probably like, in our estimation, those of us who live in track neighborhoods, probably about close to a complete full block away. So maybe like 11 houses away. So he's at one corner, his neighbor's at the other, his closest neighbor. So the next day, because he takes his little dog for a walk and uh, he meets up with some other people who take their dogs for a walk and then they go and have coffee and donuts at this donut shop. So um, a couple of those people are the neighbors, his closest neighbors. So they asked him, did you see anything strange or hear anything strange last night? And he's like, why? What did you see? Tell me first. He said, uh, unless you want me to tell you that I saw something that looked like bones floating across the canyon and they both stood up. They like bolted up and they were like, you saw them. And he's like, I certainly did. And now that seems like you saw them too. I don't feel so crazy. So it hasn't happened again. It was a one-time thing, but it leads me to perhaps believe or to feel that maybe something happened back there in that canyon in the past. That's uh, the only thing I can think of. I mean, you could say, oh, there could have been somebody back there with some kind of uh, whatever you call it that makes holographic images and this and that. You know, it very well could be. But the place is like, it's not remote. It's not uh, rural. But there's no, he said, there's nobody really there. He said, we've been living here since like 1979. We've never even had a trick-or-treater. Because the only people that go in there in that area are the people who live there. 
So, I mean, it's a possibility that someone was doing that, but to be back there with bobcats and stuff like that in the dark, I, I really don't think so, but uh, you never know, okay? But it hasn't happened again. It's just one of those things that may not be creepy again, okay, like the first story, but it is still mysterious, especially when you have other people that see the same things that you do, okay? Now, there's another story, and um, as far as I know, it is not happening in the kingdom of California. This has been happening or reported from other states, although it could have been happening here, but I just haven't heard anything yet. So, um, apparently, some people... Now, I don't know how widespread this is. I don't know how um, many times this has happened, really. But I have heard this a few times now that um, in certain locations, it has been reported from certain people that they have found animals. Now we're talking about cats, dogs, and even uh, wild animals that have been found tied like in a knot. So, okay, in the first place, how can you tie an animal in a knot when there is bone structure, when there are bones there. Have the bones been removed, liquefied, pulverized? How did these things happen? So I was thinking, oh, it could be just fake animals and people just freak out and run away. No, no. People have actually investigated and said that these are not fake. These are real animals. And somehow, they have been tied in a knot. Very strange, guys. Once again, I um, my first thought is whatever does this is otherworldly, but whatever also does this has to have a physical way to grab these animals and do this. This can't be done by something made of smoke or... Um, like spirit type of thing. So I really don't know what could have done this, what could be doing this. Once again, it's um, it's strange. Most of these are mainly kind of like mysterious, but in a way that um, we normally don't hear about. I mean, we talk about mysteries, you know, you'll read some and see some on the news or on TV, whatever, but nothing like this. I mean, these things that I have uh, shared with you today so far, I've never heard anything like this, especially the story number one. That is just really something. I'm not going to forget about that one. <laughs> it, that was just like, whoa, wait a minute. So, um... Anyhow, someone also brought it to my attention when I came on yesterday. Well, I had just got home from work and um, I know I overlooked a couple of things. So I want to thank the person that um, brought this to my attention so that I could share it with you guys. And we were talking yesterday about the bizarre behavior of... Um, and what's been happening just within the past few days, the airline pilot gone wacko with the 
shooter gone wacko and now they can't find him. As far as I know, okay, it's like 5.30 p.m. Friday evening right now as I speak. I haven't seen any news, so they could have found him. I heard someone speaking today I was having a conversation with who said that, oh, they're probably going to find him. He probably committed suicide. Okay, that's um, probably true because we know that a lot of times. People who do this, there are very um, strange things that connect with the majority of these type of um, actions. We'll talk about that later, but um, there are similar, if not exact, things that all of these things carry, okay, that I've been noticing for a really, really long time. But anyways, as far as I know, okay, 22 people um, killed in Maine, 60 wounded and all this other stuff. And um, besides just uh, the bizarre behavior being caused by certain outside influences, this person brought up to me that well, it is a sacrificial season. Right now, we are on the cusp of the 31st, pretty much. So how could I forget that? But I did. I didn't even think about that yesterday. So it's true. Because this sacrificial season, this uh, sacrificial unholy day that's coming up is... Um, where blood sacrifice is required, human blood sacrifice. So when we see all of these things happening, we know they happen. This is not like a first-time incident or a scenario. But look at the season that, season that we're in, and then it starts to um, make sense, as well as, okay, I was going to share something with you guys about this um, shooter, but that would be more for theory. So we'll just continue going with uh, the sacrificial element to all of this, as well as things that are happening right now, um, today. I don't know if they're continuous, but things were happening today when I was reading about them earlier that are taking place in, um, not in the U.S., but in another country more um, attacks and things like this. There are going to be more deaths. And all of these guys, um, I believe, are like urgently needed for a reason. So that's why these things are being pushed. They're being stepped up. And so they can have more blood, more sacrifice. And in this case, when, I, when I'm saying things and I always say and I tell you guys it, my opinion and things like this, but um, in this case, what I'm saying right now, all of the deaths, all of these things that um, not only individuals, but uh, countries are causing all of these things are for that particular agenda. They all realize the time that we are in. They realize the date that's coming up. And um, so they are taking part in it. They are actually taking part in the ritual. 
and doing everything that they can to um, increase the count, okay, the death count. So there will be as much blood sacrifice as they can possibly get between now and, say, November 3rd, okay? Um, and what is that all for? Well, it's to um, appease certain entities and to also open gateways. That's what all of this is for. It's like uh, also a method of um, kind of like conjuring, but it's a little different than, than conjuring. But it's all for the same agenda. And that is not just my opinion. It's actually the opinion and belief of many, many people who um, study certain things. Okay. More bizarre behavior, guys. It's it's on the way. And I guess something else happened a couple of days ago. I want to say it was in New Jersey. But the thing about it is they reported it. It was reported that there was another shootout or something like that. But as quickly as they reported it, then it just disappeared. There was no more discussion about it. No one else said anything about it. It was just one report. So where did that thing go? No one even came on and made a retraction. Oh, it was a mistake. It was an error. No, no one even came on and said that. It was just gone. Okay. So um, why did that happen? Makes me wonder. Okay. Um, I, have tr I have tried uh, to share this story for three or four times. And the reason why I'm having such a hard time with it is because I can't say the names of these people. And when I think about them and what happened to them, I feel bad. It, it, it's, a, uh, it's a disturbing story. I didn't know these people, but sometimes when you see people on the screen and um, you kind of like, you're used to seeing them. And for some reason, we get the impression, okay? We get the feeling that we kind of know these people because we see them on TV and we watch them and we go to their websites and they have podcasts and all these other things. Okay, well, these two, this is maybe in, um, it's been a while ago. It's probably... When did this start? 2011, 2012, maybe something like that. It's been a while ago. And uh, they used to go on a show that I would watch once in a while. I don't watch that show anymore because I don't watch TV hardly. And because that particular show is always the same. Always. It doesn't matter. The leader of the group just talks, talks, talks. And um, there is also some negativity from that said person as well. So um, these two used to guest. They used to be guests on this show. Um, often, not all the time, but they were on there for um, quite a few times. And I thought it was pretty cool that what they did, how they did it, and that they did it as a team. Okay, and I used to think to myself back then, Oh, that would be pretty cool, like to have a boyfriend or a spouse or brother, whatever, 
that, you know, you had that common interest and you could go and investigate and do these certain things. It'd be kind of cool. Well, I don't know, guys, because um, a few years ago, I read one day that they were found dead in their apartment. And so I was just like pretty stunned. I hadn't seen them in a while because I didn't watch that show anymore. And then they used to have this uh, site that I went to it a couple of times. But then at that time, I was um, getting out of certain things that I was interested in. Even though what they used to do, I was never interested in. I um, always talk about that what they used to, um, they were kind of like specialists in this particular field, okay? And I always, and I said it just like yesterday and the day before, that what's the difference between communicating this way and communicating with a spirit board? There's really no difference in, to me, okay? So maybe that'll give you guys a hint and, on who these people are that I'm talking about. So... Um, the first thing that I thought of when I heard what had happened, because apparently one of them killed the other one and then killed themselves. And the first thing I thought of was, okay, this happened, big possibility because of their communication, okay? When you're doing things like that, we, we really don't know what it is we're communicating with. We think we know, some of us, we, we're pretty sure and all this stuff, but we don't know. And so I lean towards the, um, the scenario of um, they were influenced, or one of them, it could have been one, it could have been both, they were under an uh, evil influence because of some of the things that they have been doing. Now, I'm not saying that this happened during the time that they were on that TV show. This could have happened years before that. All it takes is one time. They don't have to be on a TV show time after time. They don't have to do certain things time after time. All it takes is one time. And I just feel that maybe this had happened longer ago. I, I don't know when, but um, I just feel that it had been probably hanging around for a while. I could be wrong, all right? I could be full of hoo-ha, but that is just, that was my first thought, my immediate thought. And even now when I think about it, I just feel that, yeah, that's, that's what happened because after hearing about this, and then when you read about it, like a couple years later, there, was a, there were a couple of articles still written about these people, and they were talking about anger issues. They were talking about domestic abuse. They were talking about how these um, people were no longer even living under the same roof. So, yes, there was a destruction, okay, of this relationship. There was anger. There were all of these negatives. 
So the more that I started looking at it, the more confident I felt that my first thoughts were probably true, more than likely, okay? So once again, guys, awareness, okay? Awareness is the key. We see these people, supposedly specialists in their field and this and that. There really is no such thing when we're talking about paranormal, okay? And that's a, I know that's a big umbrella that covers many different things. But there are no specialists. There are people who have been doing it for a long time. There are people who are really good researchers, who um, have had a lot of experiences, who have a lot of um, witness stories and so on. But to say that someone is a specialist in this, oh yes, well, I'm a specialist in uh, EVP or I'm a specialist in the that box, whatever that is, that spirit box, whatever. No, there are no specialists. I never would say that I'm a specialist in anything at all, but especially that because there are so many different avenues when we're talking about this subject, okay? So um, if you know who I'm talking about, then you know that it is a, um, it's a disturbing story and um, I was, it was disturbing when I found out about it so many years ago. I think it happened like in 2018 or something like that. I'm not exactly sure, but it's been a while. And it's like, what a waste. What an absolute waste. But, you know, these things happen. So, once again, everybody, we have to... Be very, very cautious. Be very, very aware. And certain things we shouldn't even deal with or deal in or look into too much. There are certain things. There are certain things that I won't talk about. I just refuse. I might write it down on a piece of paper and hold it up for someone to see, but I won't talk about certain things at all. I don't care if I'm in my shack or in somebody else's or outside walking down the sidewalk. There are just certain things. No, because um, remember the movie um, Beetlejuice? I remember how they had to say his name three times. Well, that, not Beetlejuice, you know, that movie, I, I like that movie, but some of the things in there, some of the things that are presented in there are actually used. So that's why certain things I don't talk about. Three is a very, very special number. And that's all that I've got for today. I am not sure if I'm going to be able to come back on before the 31st. I'm trying for Sunday or Monday, but I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to. Um, if not, I'm still going to um, save the creepiness and then I will share it with you on Wednesday, okay? Which I guess will be November 1st. So I'm, I'm going to save it if I'm not able to come on 
by the 31st, okay? So anyways, guys, I just want to once again thank all of you um, for taking these walks with me and for making time in your day to come and, um, and hang out, you know, and walk on this path all together. Some of the things that I've said, I know that uh, some of these sound pretty wild, guys, I know. But I, I know when I'm speaking to someone in person, I know that they're not lying. And the person who told me about, uh, you know, the canyon story, well, this person is uh, very stable. He's older. He's a Vietnam veteran. He, it's not like he's running around talking about all this kind of weird stuff that has happened to him before. No, this was actually pretty surprising. So, until we walk and talk again, I wish all of you peaceful days and peaceful evenings. Once again, you can always contact me, maybe underscore Maria at Outlook.com. We'll be talking again soon as possible. Thanks, guys. Ciao.